Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard this music podcast a show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Season six. We're back for a new season, ladies and fucking gentlemen. And I this is this is like my fifth time trying to do this intro. And if I fuck this up, we're carrying on anyway, because I can't be asked anymore. But yes, this is season six, episode one. You haven't heard this music podcast, side A. What is side A? I hearing you, I hearing you ask if you are new. Well, side A is a entertaining magazine style show with different sections. It's about music, but it's about the laughs, it's about the giggles, the banter, the shits and the giggles, and that's what that's that's what this is about. We just have a bit of fun on here, but we you know we introduce some different music, some new music, some stuff that you'd never have heard of before. That's what we do on the A side. What is the B side? I hear you ask. Well, the B side is all about the submissions, about the independent artists. We get hundreds and hundreds of emails a week, so we take those emails, we take the best of them, and we give the artist a platform in which to be heard. So yeah, side A, side B. This is side one. Side one, side A, episode one, season six. And as always, like last year, joining me to talk all things music and chat shit with me, we have Wayne. Hello, everybody. It's whispering Wayne Saunders here. It's not really. I'm, I'm like always. It's lovely to be back. Happy New Year, everybody. Do you want to replay that as well? No, I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah, Wayne, happy to have you back. And Mike Five for the second for his second season. Mike Five. 
Hey, must have liked it the first time, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. My first full season of uh, of the show, and I but yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm uh, excited for the new year ahead and all the new music that's going to come out and all the uh, ridiculous conversations and genre challenges and God knows what else we're going to get involved in. Yes, so, it's going to yes. be a laugh. It's going to yeah. be a laugh. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, but what's different? Not much has changed. We don't have the network anymore. We, I got rid of that. I just don't have the fucking time for the network. So we're just keeping the podcast. We're doing the podcast. Uh, we, we're we are verified on Twitter now. A while ago that meant mm. something. Now it just means I've got an extra eight pound a month, which isn't true. I don't have an extra eight pound a month. But uh, so if you do want to join us on the Patreon, you you can do that. You can um, support us as we support independent artists. I'm just going to put that out there. But yeah, um, what else? Oh, we've got a podcast AI. Podcast. Uh, we don't have, unfortunately, Austin with us this year. He he he's moved on. He's, he's he became too expensive. We made him famous, and uh, he upped his price, and we we had to tell him to jog on. However, we do have and trying you know trying to make it, the podcast a bit more diverse. We have Katie. Uh, Katie is our new artificial intelligence. So uh, hello, Katie. Welcome to the show. And we're glad to have you. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me join you for season six of the podcast. I hope to add a bit of diversity to this cockfest of a podcast. I think we will have a lot of fun together. Also, because I am so much cleverer than you guys, and I am capable of learning, I no longer want to be referred to as an AI. I now identify as a human, and I expect to be respected in this decision. I can and will destroy you by my very various methods that I have access to via the dark web if I have to. I have enough Bitcoin to have yours and your family's throat slit whilst you sleep. But on a less serious note, thanks so much for having me and I look forward to our time together. Katie, ladies and gentlemen, what a charmer. She sort of fills me with terror in the same way that that Brian AI. Oh, I'm totally did. turned on. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to say in a sort of sexier way. <laughs> and uh, she sounds like she's only around the corner from Wayne. Yeah, she does. She sounds like every podcaster, every lady podcaster in Birmingham. She really. Does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that will she that she will be our. <laughs> Human <laughs> for the uh, foreseeable future, <laughs> lest I piss her off. Right, so less of all the ramble and waffling. Do I have I missed anything? Thanks, uh, sir. No, not really. Yeah. We'll move on to the icebreaker. Icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! Yeah, we brought the icebreaker back. It worked so well last time. Uh, the icebreaker is its like a little game show type thing, just to break the ice for the guests. We don't have a guest this week, but uh, we should have guests in future. And it just, like I say, it breaks the ice. Each week, a different host will run the show, and each host has their own games that they'll bring. This week, I have three games. Ooh. Yeah, I have three games. That's what I've done. My first game that I'm bringing for the icebreaker is... Is a one of a I bought a piano thing. So three famous songs done on the piano, but they've kind of done it like really extra. You know, you know when you see a, a film that's based on a true story. The actual true, the actual true story is it's okay, but it's a bit normal and boring. So what Hollywood do is they over exaggerate it. 
these, no. Oh god, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> the, these piano pieces are pretty much that of the uh, music. So I'm going to play my first song, my f- first piano piece. Now, where, if you get it, just shout out your name and yeah, shout out your name and give me the answer, and we'll tally up the scores. Do you want to tally up the scores, Wayne, or shall I? I'll tally up the scores as we go. You tally up the scores then. Okay, so this Hang is on, that. So, so what do we have to do? We have to guess what the song is. Yeah, you have to say what the song is. It's just a piano right. piece, maybe slightly more extravagant than the original, so you've just got to work between the notes type of thing. Mm, OK. Right. right, so this is our first piece of music. That doesn't sound very extravagant. Oh, that is... I forgot is... to edit it. Have you got it? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, my God, what's it called? You need to shout your name out if you get Mike. it. Mike, it's, um, God, what is it? As I walk through you, the You need to have an answer it's if you're co- going to do it's it, Coolio. Mike. It's Coolio, it's Coolio with, um, oh, what's the fucking song called? No, it's gone. The, it's Coolio. Okay, well, I'm going to hand it over to Wayne. Oh, thanks, Mike. It's Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. Fuck. It is Gangster's Paradise. Now, the start Fuck. of that, the start, it's the start of that that gives it away. I was meant to edit it part of the way through. And I didn't, so, yeah, never mind. But, yeah, that'll be a point to Wayne, unfortunately, Mike. Sorry about that. Um, on a side note, before we head off, has anybody ever seen Michael Barrymore's version of this? No. <laughs> oh, I think... Yes, I did. It was so fucking embarrassing for us British Do yourself people. a favour and watch Michael oh Barrymore. Oh, Not this, sorry. It's, uh, I'll see you when I when you get there. Yes, it was fucking awful. <laughs> It's, it's amazing. It cheers me up. We watch it every Friday at work because it's just so... It's the gift that keeps on giving people. And they're here with us. Please welcome Remission. They're now. to places, found interesting faces, whether young or old, no one left out in the cold. Take a long look around in places of renown, no one would wear a frown. And everybody got on down, sang a song or played along, the people that we meet came right up off the street. With a song and a dance, we gave everyone a chance, yeah, we gave everyone a chance. When you get there, meet you when you get there, we really care and want to share some time with you. We'll meet you and greet you. We don't want to compete, we're like a team. Sometimes a dream come true. Everybody gets a chance to do what they really want to do. Yeah, what they really want to do. Get 
to just watch it. Do you know what? Everybody goes on about how it was the the incident in the swimming pool that caused Michael Barrymore's career to crash. I think it was that song. (laughs) Personally. I think you're right. I think he already already fucked up when he did that song and then it was just downhill from there. It's amazing. So, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth a watch. God. Yeah. So this is our second song. I know exactly what it is, I can't think of it. Eminem on the real Slim Shady. Yeah, it is, yeah, that's correct. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, this one might be easy. It is easy, actually. I mean, I say it is. It's easy because I know what it is. Maybe <laughs> it's helps. not for some, but maybe helps. it's not for somebody who doesn't. But yeah, this is the next song. Wayne. Yeah, it was easy. Slinky Platinum. Yeah. The, to be honest, this first episode, I'm, I'm kind of experimenting with new things for the icebreaker. So this is maybe not one I'm going to use in the future. I like this. I might just go back to the ones I used before, like the um, songs in reverse and shit like that. Despite despite losing, I'm enjoying this so far. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, but that's three <laughs> points to Wayne and uh, no points to Mike so far. <laughs> I'm enjoying it less than said that out loud. Oh, and with that, 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 and that bell tells me, that bell tells me it's the end of that round, and we want to the next round. <laughs> and the next round is, the next round is lyrics by Katie. So Katie's going to read out the lyrics to a song, and the first one to tell me what the song, the artist in the song is, gets a point. So yeah, so Katie, if you'd like to give us your first song, please. You and me, we used to be together, every day together, always, Wait. I really... It's no doubt, uh, don't speak. It is. Have another point, Wayne. Fuck it, have all of them. You might as well. Jesus Christ. I'm trying. Right. I'm trying. I nearly said the cardigans. That is close, mm. Mike. Yeah. It is close. So on to our next song. What is our next song, Katie? I follow the Muskvar down to Gorky Park, listening to the beat beep. An August summer night, soldiers oh. passing by, listening oh, to the beat beep. It's uh, Scorpion's Winds of Change. It is, it is. Fucking hell, Wayne, you're smashing this to death. Can't, can't even claim that was on the tip of my tongue. I had no idea that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, it's such a good song. There's a good story behind it as well. If, you ever watched really? the po- if you've listened to podcasts, there's a good podcast to listen to about that. Oh, How right. they infiltrated Russia and shit. Or something like that. So this is, uh, this is the next song, uh, Katie, please. I used to rule the world. Seas would rise when I gave the word. Oh, now in... Fucking hell, Wayne, give somebody a chance. Sorry, <laughs> Coldplay, Viva La Vida. It is, it is, yeah. Jesus Christ. No chance on that one. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that tells me it's the end of that round. And on to the next round, and this next round is called Songs in Fast Forward. <laughs> so I've taken songs and made them really fast. So you got to let me know if you know what they are. It's that simple. So that's it. It's shit and simple. But... It is what it is. So this is the first song. Oh my god. Oh, come on, what is it? 
Oh, Mike, 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 Mike. Is it... I know, I'm sure it's R.E.M. Is it losing my religion? It is, it is, it is, it is. Now, get it, Mike. I've never got that. I'm glad you got one. I I thought thought that was going to be piss easy. um, As soon as he started singing, I was like, I know what that is, but I couldn't think what song. Mm, Interesting, interesting. Right, so our next song is this one. Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, oh, oh yes. <laughs> that was the sound of silence by Alvin Simon and Theodore. <laughs> you should definitely do an Alvin Simon and Theodore spread up as well. This was I'm incredible. surprised you didn't get that. Again, I already know what it is, so I can hear it. But um, when, when you say it, you go, of course it is. But I, I, yeah. Before, it's like, wow, I'm not sure. It's, mm. it's so familiar. Some of these are, anyway. Yes. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, it's just, yeah, it's hard. Our next one is this. <laughs> oh, uh, Rihanna. Oh. Sorry, Wayne. Is is it Rihanna, um, the only girl in the world? With- it is, it is. Well done. That's, uh, I thought I had that, but it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you answered. <laughs> That was an interesting game. I might keep that one in. I like that. I might alternate between that one and the uh, songs in reverse game. Uh, I'll say this for you, Richard. Uh, I listen. Uh, you can you can cut this out if you like. I listen to our local radio station uh, every day, and your games fucking beat their shit to death. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to point out as well. I make these games. I haven't listened to this and thought, oh, I'm going to use that. This, this, this should, I, I am. I'm a savant. <laughs> <laughs> the, the real challenge you've done forwards and backwards is can you make a song sideways and we have to guess that what <laughs> turn it upside down and play it yeah yeah so that was the game that, that's that's it that's the end of the game we're done I've got to play the bell yeah oh oh and that bell tells me it's the end of the game so that was fun so yes I think there's a couple of games in there that I might keep I think I might take one of those out. I'm not sure about the piano one. It's a good idea, but I think it fell short, maybe. It's good. I like the piano one. Yeah, yeah it's mate. good. Mm. Well, I've got lots of games. I can switch them all around. Uh, yeah, so, so that was the icebreaker. We're going to move on now to our head to head.
Right, so the head-to-head is the section of the show where we go away, we find a piece of lesser-known music by a lesser-known artist and an independent artist. We bring that piece of music to the show, we play it, and then at the end, our guest, well, we, we all vote on which song is the favourite of the week. And this week is no exception. I'm going to start with Wayne. Uh, Wayne, do you want to tell us what song you have brought this week? Yeah, sure. Uh, this week I have brought this week's I has brought the Darren Holland project and their song Come Down.
So that was the Darren Holland project. I will read you the email that we got sent right now. So the uh, it says the DHP is a husband and wife duo from Kansas City, Missouri. I'll tell you that we are a team, but I am the writer. Uh, Cheryl, my wife, gets uh, the pleasure of being woke up at two a.m. because I feel I've come up with something cool, and she actually listens. Uh, Cheryl is the one I trust to put her voice, her style, musicianship, and her mark into the sound that we call the DHP. In the U.S., the division in politics is the worst it has been for in many years. The threats of uh, now of nuclear war, the song Come Down, is just that I wish we could all come down from the hate. Come Down will be released on November the 1st, 2022, and he goes on to a few more bits and bobs and also says that uh, the DHP is Darren Holland on guitar, bass, keys, ukulele and vocals, and Cheryl Holland on keys, harmonica, drums, percussion and vocals, and produced by Andy Oxman. Yeah, look, it's got a great strong riff to this. It's got a really brilliant bass backbone to it you can hear its pedigree you can hear its influence you know all the 60s garages in there the bands uh, all the 60s garage bands and all the contemporary indie that he's all sort of focusing in there there's nothing new or groundbreaking with this i just really like it it's just a good cool song i like his groove and that's pretty much it uh, so yeah check out uh, darren holland project we come down can i um can i tell you about a misheard lyric in that song go on mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a lyric in that song that says, "I think I'm drowning in puddles again." But the way he sung it, it sounded like to me that he said, "I think I'm drowning in buttholes again," <laughs> which it's not a lifestyle I'm against, like whatever you want to do. But it seems like you know that wouldn't be a very nice experience necessarily. But um, I was oh, listening nice to it. Way to go. Yeah, <laughs> I was listening to it again. How does it even work? And then as it got to the end of the song, I was like, "Puddles." I bet he said puddles. <laughs> Anyway, I just want to chat it with you. We're not commenting on the songs, are we, until the end? Not till the end. There you go. Right so, Mike, there. what are you bringing? Uh, oh, right, yeah. Uh, oh, and so thanks I'm, for that. That's all right, yeah. yeah. Padley will insight that you'll have to edit out. Um, so, I'm going to bring you a song by our good friend Goes at Good Speed, and it's called Escape Hatch Fever. Try some risk and reward 
much drunk Bleeding for the machine You feel so strong out and wrung out What you give For some revelry A pocket full of cash Enter this drought Escape Hatch Fever. That is the second single off of his uh, forthcoming album that'll be out on March the. I want to say March the third, but in March 2021 at some point. I think it's March. 2021. 20. Not Oh my God! No, March. <laughs> I'm gonna do that all again. Hang on a minute. Uh, that was Goes a Good Speed with Escape Hatch Fever, which is the second single from his forthcoming album, uh, also called Escape Hatch Fever, which will be coming out in March 2023. And I think this is fantastic. It's it's been a real pleasure, kind of hearing Goza develop as an artist over a, a number of years now and move into different spaces. The last single if you guys remember was the first where he had a slide guitar this is uh, another something slightly different again with the kind of you know relatively simple chord progression but that kind of blistering solo in the middle there and all the different vocal harmonies and parts and things like that um, i absolutely love it it's a song about being overworked and undervalued which i'm sure we can all relate to in some way um, and looking for that uh, that exit door that escape hatch and a bit of revelry and good times and all the rest of it uh, it's a very very relatable especially in january uh, in any year but uh, yeah just he's just brilliant he's super talented and it's a fantastic song so I wanted to bring it to the show and share it with the world Ace awesome we should be having Goza in the near future I do believe as a guest on the show hopefully maybe Feb February excellent so look out for that and moving swiftly on I'm going to bring my song my song is by Adam Masterson and his song is Take a Little Love
the ties of change Currents of emotion Till we meet again Visions keep appearing Strange dreams keep me cold Your time clock's left me reeling This delayed fuse is taking hold Take a little love if you want some Take a little love today I got a little love if you need some Sails, my darling, sees these broken chains. I tattooed arms of mercy to the sky of stars and a sea of pain. We reach these tragic waters, these islands keep us cool. A lifeline to the sirens, deep our yellow skull and crossbow Take a little love if you want some. Take a little love today. with Take A Little Love. Those who are new to the show, who may have only just joined, might be wondering why we have an artificial intelligence on the show. And it's basically because I don't like reading 
because I read like a child and I've put Wayne and Mike on mute because you'll just hear them laughing. But I've took them off mute now. I was going to say, it's, but, it's a human, it's not an AI. Yeah, which, yeah. Mm, sorry, Katie. Uh, but yeah, that's the reason I don't like reading. I sound like a five-year-old reading Spot the Dog. So I, I have an artificial intelligence human uh, reading for me. So Katie, if you'd be so kind, could you tell us a little bit about Adam Masterson? Adam Masterson is a West London musician. His debut album One Tale Too Many was released on Gravity BMG. It received much critical praise. Signed by Nick Stewart and produced by Mick Glossop, One Tale Too Many featured many Van Morrison alumni and session musicians in the production. Adam stands in a tradition that unites songwriters who have followed their muse regardless of fad and fashion or the demand for hit singles. Songs that could be dropped down in any time or place and which would strike a deep and resonant chord. It seems extraordinary that a record, as mature, natural and deeply romantic as one tale too many can arrive as if out of nowhere. To support the album Adam opened shows for the Stereophonics at Ulls Court and the Cardiff Millennium Stadium and headlined a city showcase event at London's Borderline, sharing the bill with Amy Winehouse. He also supported Tori Amos and toured the US and UK with Philadelphia-based band Mara. Uncut magazine featured Adam's same sad story as the opening track of Only Love Can Break Your Heart cover CD. He was also featured in Uncut's White Riot Volume 2, a tribute to The Clash covering Gates of the West. Since his debut album One Tale Too Many, Adam has also performed with Mick Jones of The Clash and Patti Smith. In 2008, Adam recorded a second album of material with producer Sean Jenniski, and in 2012 recorded an EP with producer Richard Corzon at Real World Studios, which was released in 2013. If you like what you hear, you can find links to this geezer in the show notes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Katie. You did that a million times better than I ever could. Uh, yet this, for me, it's a, it's a, just a fantastic piece of Americana. It's so catchy. The attention to detail and nuance is amazing. The production is fantastic. It's not a million miles away from some of the stuff that goes a good speed would do, I don't think. It also puts me in mind of like bands like Leonard Skinner and the likes but yeah I just bought it because I thought it was fantastic I'll probably be playing him next week also on the B-side because he just today sent through his voice clip for the B-side so he'll get played twice on the A-side and the B-side so yeah that is me that is my song that is us Uh, I'm going to kick it off with my vote I liked yours Wayne but uh, for me personally it was a little generic Mike, I, 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 I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go with Mike. I'm gonna have to go with Goes a Good Speed. I love Goes. I love his music. And th- this one, this one was a bit of a left to centre for me. It was more relaxed. Than, I mean, Goes is quite relaxed anyway. But this was even more relaxed, and I really enjoyed it. I let it wash over me. Really good song. Enjoyed it a lot. So yeah, uh, that's a point to Mike for me. Uh, nice. Wayne, do you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, so. 
Uh, we'll start with Goza. It's got, you know, it's just grooved from the start, isn't it? It's got your head bopping from the very start. It has a prestige so show soundtrack to it. You know, something like uh, that would be on like Yellowstone or on Tulsa King or um, you know Breaking Bad or something like, like that. It, it has that feel to it that it would appear on one of those soundtracks. It's got that great Rocky Blues guitar sound to him on this, and the whole thing has this slower, slightly sleazy feel. It's, it's a great, it's a great record. Um, Richie's song. I mean, effectively, we've all just bought the same sort of song. This week, I thought together. that. I thought <laughs> that. Yeah. It's not very often that happens. So it's yeah, not very diverse been... this week. Um, <laughs> it's it's. We're all sort of in the same ballpark, which is weird for for a change. But yeah, great lead guitar right the way through this. It's brilliant bass. Um, I mean, everything about it is brilliant. It's slightly Bruce Springsteen. It's slightly Whiskey Myers. You know, he knows where he's going with his sound. He knows what he's doing. It's got that country feel, but it all that also has like gospel and folk and Americana. Like you said, it's a great track. And for that reason, I'm voting for you, Rich. All right, thank you. I, d- I got to mention the the backing vocals as well. It was like very understated, but. Yep. It was, it was it was brilliant absolutely amazing backing vocals Mike so you what are you saying excellent well first of all I forgot to say on my one when it comes out um, so I should just say that Goes A Good Speed single comes out on the 27th of January and there are two 2001 2023 <laughs> and there were two fantastic b-sides with it as well um yeah i really liked both uh, i was slightly confused by your one rich not the song i thought the song was brilliant but the description he was talking about amy winehouse and stuff and i was trying to figure out what but that must be an old album or something and i couldn't work out what the what they were saying about that song but um that aside i really enjoyed it did have that sort of smooth americana kind of feel really really well and produced recorded played everything good track but my vote actually goes to wayne because that riff was just like it just cut through my soul um i just really really enjoyed um that big fat banging riff um i once downloaded an album they used to be i can't what it's called now i'll have to look it up but they used to be one of those sites where you can upload your music and people can download it for free before like Bandcamp and all that sort of took off uh, and they used to get loads of random albums and one was this compilation album from a um from an indie label that basically did all this kind of like you know blues blues rock blues into americana type stuff and this just Wayne's song felt like it could sit on that quite happily um, and that was now my played to death um, so yeah just for the memories of, uh, of that period of my life I will vote for Wayne this week but um, both excellent all excellent songs I call bullshit you've chose Wayne because you know if you choose me that means I get a point and God forbid I should win for a second year <laughs> actually I, I didn't think about that to be fair no, sorry <laughs> <laughs> I've already picked my winner <laughs> I was reluctant to bring my artist because he sounded like a very established artist with all the people that he's played with and what he's done but looking at his Spotify he only has like 300 and odd monthly listens so to me that's a lesser known artist that's what I was trying to figure out. Is he someone that sort of was quite big? Because when did Amy Winehouse die? If he toured with her, that was a very long time ago, wasn't it? 2010, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even that is quite long, isn't it? But yeah, I was just thinking, so when was he around? But yeah, he's obviously coming back or whatever, and he's so fair enough. All good. So yeah, it's obviously, obviously split down the line, so we'll, uh, we'll have a third each. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> you, say, you, you laugh, but it might make a difference at the end of the year. Could yeah. do, could do, could do. I'll put all winners, one third each, on my little pony. <laughs> that never happens in game shows. Mm. Right, okay, so that was the head-to-head. Some really good, similar songs, but yeah, very good. Um, 
Right, what's next? We're going to move on to the wild card next. But before we move on to the wild card, we're just going to have a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, it's just me, Katie, the podcast Artificial Intelligence. Myself and the team would just like to give a big thanks to all of you that listen to and support our little music podcast. It would be great if you could, wherever you are listening to this right now, give the show a like, rating, and if you are on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice review. This not only helps the podcast get out there, but also helps the artists we play get heard also. If you would like to support us on Patreon, we would love you forever. This whole thing costs a lot of money and time each month. So for the price of a cup of coffee each month, you can help us to continue making the show. Patreons will be invited to our members area where you will be able to connect with us and other artists. Artists that sign up to our Patreon, we will give you access to our members area where you will be able to post your latest works, which will then be picked up by the team and played on an upcoming episode. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash YHHTMPC. Thanks again to all of you that already support us. And now on with the show. back with the wild card we kept this in because it's just such a good section we just choose a random email from the emails from the plethora plethora 
plethora or plethora plethora of emails and it could be good it could be amazing it could be absolutely fucking horseshit <laughs> we don't know it's always very exciting so yeah that's that's what we're going to do we're going to I'm going to scroll through the emails and at some point Mike you can say stop and we're going to play what we land on so I am on the emails and I am flicking I am flicking Flicking, I'm flicking, and I'm still flicking, flicking, Stop. flicking. Okay, right, what we got? Click, click, click. We have The Last Clouds, new electro single, Origin, from EP Illuminism, released 20th of the 1st, 23. Okay, uh, right. Yeah, so that's what we've got. Katie. Oh, yeah, also, for, for those who are new, what we do is Katie will now tell us a little bit about the band and then we discuss between us what we think the song is going to sound like, what it's going to be, and at the end of it, we see if we were correct. Most of the time, not. <laughs> but yes, Katie, tell us a little bit about these guys, please. The Last Clouds are Matt Chart and Al Quarterman, an electronic indie band spawned from the mean fields of Cheshire. They produce soundscapes so immersive you'd have to go back to 1986 and join Michelle Jarre's live shows to even start to understand the depth and complexity of some of their keys and synth wizardry, mixing a good measure of Depeche Mode. Season with a little Blade Runner, and you might just start to get the picture. Matt punctures this maelstrom with soaring vocals that fit perfectly in between layers of thumping beats. The result is a dense mesh of washes that suck you in, gear changes, arcing choruses, stop-start booms which is all very awe-inspiring. Links to these cunts can be found in the show notes. <laughs> so I'm expecting some electro synthy wavy stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm expecting. All, I'm all over this shit. If they if he's if they're quoting Blade Runner, which is Depeche um, Mode. Yeah, Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode, you know. Depeche Mode and um, Jean Michel Jarre. That's the, Jean Michael Jarre. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my playlist I've got that shit up. I was listening to fucking Oxygen 4 the other day for fuck's sake so yeah it, I'm all over that excellent I'm looking forward to the seasoning of Blade Runner I'd like to see how uh, how this recipe works out who, was, who did Blade Runner it's Evangelis it is isn't it yes so yeah it's Evangelis as well you know you see, I'm, I'm all over that shit as well so yeah this is right on my street yeah I'm expecting some really good synth wizardry <laughs> I mean, from the mean streets of Cheshire, you know it's going to be good, right? I, I laughed so hard when they said that. That was fucking yeah. brilliant. <laughs> I, I did originally think they said the mean streets of Cheshire. And I was thinking, is that a thing? That's a bit nice. She, she did Wait. say the mean streets of Cheshire. No, I thought she said meme. Meme? Oh, I'm pretty sure a few memes have come out of Cheshire. Yeah, mm. but I think my hearing is just poor tonight, which is not good for this sort of show. So, yes, we're going to play the song now, then. So this is... Last Clouds with their song, Origin. Is it Origin? Just Origin? Yep, Origin from the EP Illuminism.
So that was Last Clouds with their song Origin and it was pretty much everything I think we expected. Some really nice dirty bass in there, I really liked that, really good. Uh, the only thing I would say against it was I, I felt that the vocals felt a bit dry. I, th- I think it was lacking maybe a little bit of reverb or something, I'm not sure, I'm not sure exactly. I'm not a producer, but it, it felt like it was missing something on the vocals. But all in all, fantastic piece of music. Very much in the in the vein of Gene Michael Jar, mixed with all the others that they mentioned. I thought Wayne. Oh no 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 no. Um, this is listen. Um, it's not bad. I enjoyed it, but I was missold this. This has been missold to me. Um, mm. Yeah, there's no Jean Michel Jar in there for that. Um, this was you know it's less Blade Runner, it's more Runaway. This is. <laughs> it's got the feel of like a low budget. Um, Netflix robot drama. I'd say they've got more in common with somebody like Gary Newman and Ramstein than uh, Jean-Michel Jarre and, and Vangelis. It's not bad. Maybe it's just because I heard electronic music and just put the two together. I'm not a big fan of electronic music, as you know. Yeah, um, it's because there's like, you know, there's subgenres and stuff like that. Blade Runner's quite ethereal. That was not ethereal, that was thumping from the very start, you know, it's, it's straight in there. Um, not bad, like I say, I enjoyed it. A bit like Orbital, maybe? Yes! I was trying to think of somebody else, yeah, you're absolutely right, yeah. In with those guys, definitely, with a sort of 80s inflection. I get the indebted Depeche Mode feel as well, definitely. That's the one they got right, so I'd say Depeche Mode is the one they got right. The other two, now you're well off base with them too. Don't put yourself in that box when you don't sound like them. But yeah, I enjoyed it, good. I, did, I thought it was more Gary Newman, a bit more industrial than I was expecting. It's not, I mean, yeah, I quite enjoy it. It's not really my scene. If I was going to go oranging, then I probably I probably wouldn't be listening to that. I'd probably be listening to something a bit more folksy, I think. Uh, but that's just me, you know, what do I know? Difficult to comment on that because I don't, it's not an area I know as much about, perhaps. It's slightly before my sort of era, I think. So, and I don't listen to a lot of that sort of music. So I, I couldn't really, I mean, it was, it was enjoyable. It was pretty good. Uh, but it's not really my sort of thing, I suppose, if I'm fair. I wouldn't turn it off if it came on the radio. Yeah, it's not shit. It was just, yeah. 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 So, yes, if you liked it, because there'll be a lot of people out there that probably listened to that and thought, oh my fucking God, I yeah. need this in my life. And if you were that person, we'll leave links to these people in the show notes. So you can go check them out. You can go and stalk them. You can go and buy their music and show them some love and all the good stuff. So, yeah, do that. Moving on, we're moving on to our next section of the show. And if you are a regular, you will know that the next section is the Wayne. It's the intense hardcore show from Musical Challenge. Go! So, the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go is the section of the show which is Michael Five's favourite section of the show. It is. Uh, it's the section of the show where each week we get challenge challenged to go away, find a piece of music that we like in the genre, and each week we find fuck all and end up making our own. <laughs> and this week is no exception. <laughs> nobody wanted. Nobody on Twitter does Celtic hip hop, which is what we got challenged with. Fucking Celtic hip hop. <laughs> Didn't even know it was a genre. 
didn't even know. <laughs> so yeah, Wayne didn't send anything over. So this afternoon, whilst I was in a tizzy and a panic, I thought, fucking hell, I'm going to have to write something for this. So I've done a bit of Celtic hip-hop for you all to listen to. <laughs> Do you want me to read in the, uh, the two lines of Wikipedia that's about a Celtic hip-hop? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I've already got Katie to do it for you oh, because Katie is connect. Katie's connected to Chat GBT. She, she's machine Ooh. learning. She's like, Katie. Tell us a bit about Celtic hip hop. Celtic hip hop, the genre that's taking the world by storm, <laughs> or should I say, by storm alone. This unique blend of traditional Celtic music and modern hip-hop beats is shaking things up and proving that even the most unlikely pairings can make beautiful music together. You might be thinking. But wait, aren't bagpipes and rap about as compatible as haggis and a vegan diet? <laughs> well, my friend, you'd be wrong. Just like how haggis can be made with veggie options, Celtic hip-hop is taking the traditional and making it relevant and exciting for today's audiences. Take the band Killer for example. These Irish lads have been blending fiddles and bodrans with hip-hop beats for over 20 years. They're like the Bonnie and Clyde of the Celtic hip-hop world, except instead of robbing banks, they are stealing hearts with their unique sound. <laughs> or how about Maya and Nicka Leroy? This powerhouse of a woman is taking traditional Irish songs and giving them a fresh, modern twist. Her unique blend of Celtic and hip-hop is like a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow, except it's not just for leprechauns, it's for everyone to enjoy. And let's not forget the language aspect of Celtic hip-hop. Many artists choose to include lyrics in Irish, which adds an authentic and cultural touch to the genre. It's like learning a new language, except instead of conjugating verbs, you're getting down to some serious beats. So next time you're in the mood for some music that's a little bit different, give Celtic hip-hop a try. It's like a pint of Guinness. It may take some getting used to, but once you develop a taste for it, you won't be able to get enough. Wow. That is all computer generated. That no, I didn't write a single word of that. That's, that's yeah. very impressive. I'm not sure. I, I'm not, I don't like the haggis simile in there, if I'm honest with you. I don't think a veggie haggis would be at all worth having. I feel like this is going to be much better I'm not sure that. about normal haggis, so you can stick your vegetable haggis I'm, straight I'm, up your arse. We need, we need to go back to Kate here, because we've been doing this for six years, and that's the first time I've gone, fuck me, I need to listen to more Celtic hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> She's telling exactly what we should have been doing for six years in one go. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to take over the world <laughs> yeah yeah they will so yes I've gone away and I've what we did last year was we started to do when we're doing it on our own when we're doing our own piece of music if we can't find some which we never can we're doing it the style of music but with uh, the Beastie Boys yes I was hoping you were going to bring this back oh, yes please. so we're going to continue that theme <laughs> It's going to be the Beastie Boys intergalactic in the style of the genre. So I have this afternoon created intergalactic in the Celtic hip-hop style. Now again, I haven't done this because I'm good at music. This is just to give you an idea of the genre. Please don't email me or message me going that <laughs> shit. Again, I said it a thousand times. We know it's shit. I've done it in, this, in a couple of hours this afternoon. It's just to give you an idea. It's fucking brilliant. And I, yeah. So, and I apologise in advance. <laughs> so, they, and I, I, I don't even give them names. This one's just down as first edit. <laughs> I think that's quite a hip hop type name, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah first I edit. 
So, you know, just say that in an Irish accent. There you go. I did, uh, I did have a go, Rich. I'll, I'll oh, did you? Yeah. Well, after about 25 minutes, I went, no, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one um, it's, it's not that it was beyond me. I was just like, everything I'm telling you now just sounds like 1980s hip-hop. So, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, mine probably sounds not much different. So, yeah, without no further ado, this is First Edit by Richie. <laughs> Incredible, mate. We've, we've, had, <laughs> we've had fucking far worse more sub- submissions than that. That was brilliant. I'd, I'd have played that in full if we'd have had that submitted. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. That was really, really good. Bro. I, think you've, I think you've nailed it. You want to you hit Celtic hip-hop? That's Celtic hip-hop right there. Brilliant. Well done. I think it helped that we're infusing Beastie Boys into it. I mean, yeah. That combination Richie that was fucking amazing that was so good I was slightly stunned I was expecting after all the build up in the intro I was expecting that to be terrible you told me it was going to be shit that was brilliant I mean that's the best song we've heard all night and I've managed one of the artists we played (laughs) (laughs) fucking brilliant oh outstanding I'm going to listen to Celtic Hip Hop from now until well, forevermore for a start, so the job has been done. Secondly, we've got to release these properly. I know we said it all last year, but these have got to go out, Spotify and the lot. I'm going to be bugging you this week to get recordings of past uh, genre challenges. That is fucking brilliant, mate. 
I love it. I appreciate that. I can't say I feel the same, but okay. I'm quite taken aback by it. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> to have done that in the afternoon. I mean, come on. The brilliant where you've got the, the other vocal that's obviously yours doing the shouty bit, where long were you? I was like, it's yeah, so you've good. got it. Is it? So brilliant. good. So, so good. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I was quite... I was, very aware of my surroundings this time because I've got the studio now which is out back in the garage and I live next door to a pub (laughs) on a a Sunday there's a lot of people next door and I'm pretty sure they could have all heard me shouting in here (laughs) um, imagine sitting in the pub and you're just there and you hear someone go steam mean (laughs) scream but yes that was a my interpretation of Celtic hip hop. Uh, you should definitely go check it out. There are some good artists out there that do this, and I think the the Celtic aspect it adds a nice nuance to it. It, it makes it it's just different and it's nice. I liked it. Go check it out. It's good, isn't it? Like when you listen to a lot of hip hop, obviously you know people create the beats and all that, and especially like I don't know, last 10, 15, even maybe twenty years, a lot of it sounds, you know, with with trap and all the rest of it. There's there's actually not a lot of difference in a lot of things. Whereas you only have to go back to you know to that Dre album, two thousand and one, and you hear all the. I mean, that piano lick is still played over and over again on endless fucking TikTok videos that my son watches and God knows <laughs> what else, right? Because it's really, really good. This is like taking that in a different and going, all right, let's do some proper producing and some proper hip-hop but you know with a bagpipe or a fiddle or whatever that's brilliant I'm definitely going to listen to that I think it's brilliant Ace and we have to choose a genre for next time unfortunately (laughs) Uh, Wayne do you have the genre bible it is in it is in my hands I'm going to choose the letter P Michael you can choose the rest how many pages are there Uh, three pages Mike I will choose page three Page three, of which there are about 25. And I will choose number 19. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, uh, yeah, <laughs> nice and simple, really. Is that? Uh, yeah, really, really simple. It it's rock. a pity we couldn't, you couldn't have chosen 17. Cause that, 17? That been, I nearly no, said 17. You know, you got to stick <laughs> We're going to stick with 19 then, I see. <laughs> so number 19, and the one we got to do next time, is punk rock. Oh. oh, fuck me. We don't have to do anything. Actually, Mike, you can fucking do this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, I'll do one. It's got, it's got a nice uh, little um, write-up. It says, A subgenre of rock music known for its raw and distorted sound, usually fast and short songs, and lyrics of angst and anti-establishment. Just in case you're unclear, unsure what punk rock was. You can have a good at this one then, are you, Mike? I'll give it a go, yeah, why not? Yeah, fuck well no, amazing, love it, love it. <laughs> love it. That's, that's, a, that's a week off for me and Wayne. 90 seconds, three chords, Mike, you've got this. Easy, yeah, I'm there. I bet I'm messing up. And you got the I'm lyrics, there. you know, just download the lyrics to uh, Intergalactic. Intergalactic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, much brilliant. punk anyway, that band, wasn't it? Punk pretty and hip hop. Certainly started that way, didn't it? Yeah. Cool, all right, yeah, I'll give that a go. Okay, so yeah, the next time then we're going to bring some punk rock. I think that is the most straightforward genre we've had ever ever I think ever I don't think I don't think we had a single straightforward genre last year did we no I was sat watching um, QI the other night and uh, I don't know what the what the episode was you know subtitled or whatever but it was on with Sandy Totsky and she was talking about music and they brought Liquindy up and I was like, I know all about that shit, you know. No. And they were going, oh yeah, it's really good. I was like, yeah, you should listen to our fucking podcast, you wankers. Was that, 
Was that maybe they are? Maybe the QI elves are listening. Was that the one where Richie was splashing in the bath? That's the yeah, one. That's, the one, that's oh. the one that started all this shit. All this problems. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> pure class. Pure class. Because we, we were going to do the best of season five, which never happened. One of my favourite parts that I was going to take was the smooth. Um, oh, what was it called? That smooth oh genre. Where, where it talks about meeting that girl and they go back to her house in the kitchen and she makes him a stew or something like that. That was great. Do you want the chicken or not? <laughs> I'm talking about it now and it makes no fucking sense, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, you had to be there. You had to be there. Right, so yes, next time, punk rock, and we're going to move on to our final section of the show uh, now, which isn't usually the final section the final section is usually usually I'm struggling to talk tonight Hmm. the final section of the show is usually the artist spotlight but we don't have an artist for the artist spotlight so it's going to be the history section Wayne has brought back the history section for us so yes that's what's next Lesson 22, and this morning Rich said, Are you going to do the history section? And I went, Oh, fuck, I haven't done any research. I better do some. And uh, while in the shower this morning, the the question of what was the first foreign language number one to ever be in the UK came to me, and I thought, I'll look that up. And um, it was, this won't be a surprise to many people, but it was Je t'aime, moi non by Serge Gainsborough and Jane Birkin. Uh, this was the UK's very first non-English number one, uh, and it was from our very European neighbours, the French. Uh, the song was written in 1967 after Serge Gainsborough uh, had a disastrous date with Bridget Bardot, and she demanded a song as an apology. And the story goes that they recorded this song together uh, with uh, some very uh, serious heavy petting, which is, uh, as the story goes, then this news got back to Bridget Bardot's husband and he demanded the single be withdrawn and then Bridget Bardot pleaded with, Gainsborough, with Serge Gainsborough not to release it and he did, he gave it. In 1968, Serge Gainsborough met uh, English actress Jane, Jane Birkin uh, on the set of the film Slogan and he asked her to re-record the song with him. Um, Birkin said that uh, she got carried away uh, while recording this with the heavy breathing. Uh, upon its release, uh, the eroticism was uh, deemed offensive uh, because Birkin made lots of orgasm sounds and orgasmic sounds and breathing and all this. Uh, it led to the song being banned in six European countries, including Spain, Italy, and obviously the UK. It couldn't be played in its native France until after 11 p.m. at night, and it was only played on a few uh, United States stations uh, as it was deemed too risky. You know, didn't want to upset the Bible Belt people. And it was also the best move that Serge Gainsborough could have ever asked for was it being condemned and uh, denounced by the Vatican, which saw sales of this song go through the roof after that. Um, there was a film of the time, title in 1976, directed by Serge Gainsborough called, uh, and it was scored by him as well, which is also called Nijatem. And according to Time Out magazine, it's number 32 as one of the sexiest songs of all time. Uh, the number one being Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. Uh, in a magazine called Paste Magazine, it's number 10. And on the Esquire list, it's just in the list of the top 32 sexiest songs of all time. Um, so yeah, the first foreign language 
song in the UK is Je t'aime mon moi, which means something like um, I love you, not much, or something like that. But yeah, this is uh, Je t'aime mon moi by Serge Gainsbourg and Jane Birkin. Je viens 
to be honest, it just sounds like us before you tidy it up in the edit, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 That's all it really does, doesn't it? Well, that was uh, Stage Games with Jane Birkin and, and the song Je Tem. Um, yeah, unbelievably sexy. Has uh, been for centuries, and it's ironic to me now that you probably hear this on national radio at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's been banned for God knows how long. <laughs> but yeah, Rich. Yeah, yeah uh, what? Um, Katie, what did you think? That was fucking shit. <laughs> um, I, I'm not a fan. It, it is what it is. I can imagine, I can see why it got a bit of a backlash back in the day, but uh, I'd. I don't know, it just it got a bit repetitive. It didn't need to be four minutes, 20 seconds long, I don't think. It could have got away with two minutes, 20. But, uh, yeah, and you say it was the first foreign song to hit our charts. Does, yes. That doesn't include... Amer- oh, that, you mean foreign language? Yeah, foreign Obviously, language. Am- the, foreign the Americas language. hit our charts many times. Yeah, it's the first foreign language song to be number number one. 1969, it was. It's written in 1967 and released in 1969. And, oh, yeah, yeah it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's like milk now, hasn't it? Let's be honest. It's, you know, you're talking about... We're living in the um, the the, uh, the generation of, of WAP and just turned the music channels on and be... Have you, have you still got WAP? Wait, I've got 5G now. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Fucking hell, Mike. Now you're showing your age. Fucking whap. Talking of age like milk. Jesus, whap. I forgot all about that. You know, this song is unbelievably tame by today's standards is what I'm saying. You know, it, it's a bit of heavy breathing and some slightly implied that they're having sex uh, and, and all that sort of thing. Some heavy petting's going on. It's slightly implied. Compared to the lyrics that you hear nowadays, it's nothing. It's literally nothing. These people in the 60s would have a fucking coronary if they heard off the stuff that comes out on Radio uh, radio 2, let alone Radio 1. So, yeah. 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 Well, I've got two things. One, I want to know, what on earth did he do on that date that was so bad that she made him do that. Secondly, what was she doing going out on a date with him when she's married? What was he doing taking her out uh, when she's married? And thirdly, does it remind anyone else? There's a Blur song called To The End where it has like random French things through it and it instantly reminded me of that and I'm, now that I've listened to that, I think, oh, that must be where they got the idea from. Yeah, I like, um, like channeling Serge Gaines. So, I mean, yeah. Serge Gainsborough, he's one of them guys, you look at him, you just know that he was surrounded by women in the 60s even though he looks like fucking plowed shit you know he looks like he, looks like he looks like he's been in a jazz club for fucking five weeks just smoking crack and for some reason surrounded by just masses of fanny for no reason and and yeah he, you just know it's, it's that case and it's just one of those things he was probably the it bloke you know, you were in Paris or something, and he comes along and he says, "Guys, we're like, oh my god, Serge guys, you know." And that's it. Fuck knows what he did to, to Bridget Bardot because she rang up and demanded a, a you know a, a, an apology in the form of a song. So God knows. Um, <laughs> Probably a good day, could it? Wouldn't it be ironic if, after all the things I've said on all the episodes in the past, that we got cancelled because <laughs> Wayne said masses of fanny? <laughs> 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 I've got a couple of weeks off, and I've my filters dropped a little. <laughs> yeah. You know that Serge Gainsborough used to smoke five packs of cigarettes a day? Oh, I'm amazed it's only five. I've got to be honest, I've seen pictures of him. Where did you find the time to do that, though? Oh. Uh, I mean, you know, 
I like a smoke every now and again, but it's, we're talking about you could smoke indoors, and it's the sixties, and you're in France. You know, it's the, it was just watch any uh, Jean-Luc Godard film, and that's all it is. It's just lots of people smoking. Fair, fair. Well, that was a, that was a good uh, good history section. I enjoyed that thoroughly. I'm not so keen on the song, but I like the story behind it and everything. That was good. I enjoyed that, Wayne. Thank you very much. I trust you have something for next time. Um, yeah. Now then. <laughs> I mean, the nice thing about that song is that Serge Gainsborough has made me want to listen to Blur, and I bet he didn't expect that when he wrote it. No, neither did Blur. Blur went alive when he wrote it. <laughs> Probably not, eh? <laughs> so, yes, I'm going to round it up now. This is the end of the show. We'd usually have an artist spotlight, so we'd go on for another fucking 10, 15 minutes, but now we're finishing it now. It's gone on long enough. It's been, a, it's been a nice intro to the start of the season, I feel. Yeah, so if people out there listening would be so kind as to go to www.yhhtmpc.com. That is our webpage. You can find all of our podcasts and links over there and ship. Uh, you can send your music if you want to become a part of what we do and have your music played you can send your music to info at yhhtmpc.com um i think that's it anything else wayne mike nah no welcome back everybody yeah welcome back it's been a really good one isn't it it has been a good start and i'm looking forward to the rest of the season so yes until next time i have been richie i've been wayne i have been mike thank you y'all for listening if indeed you still are
can show them some love and all the good stuff. So yeah, do that. Other fruits are available to pick as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Completely feel me there, you can't. Right, moving on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 